Happy summer solstice and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Tonight's the night. Last episode at midnight of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Will it go into a second season? I hope not. And if you do, mm, be careful what you wish for. So let's pull away because I feel I've I've revealed too much. If you haven't watched Obi-Wan Kenobi on Disney Plus, where you and McGregor and Hayden Christensen come back as Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker, also known as Darth Vader. Luke. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's been good. It's been good. I know that some people are complaining about it. Fuck you. Because it's like, <laughs> always a whiner. You know what I mean? To quote Joan Rivers, she was always a whiner. Oh my God, Joan, you're stepping on my windpipe. It is just, yeah, yeah. I think the world that we live in, uh, especially reality TV, certain reality stars I won't mention by name, made whining cool and it's not cool i was taught early on don't whine don't whine your date won't like it you won't like it and frankly society doesn't like it so this crazy ride that we've been on i've noticed that yeah some people are complaining about it they're like it's just not there it's not it's cheap i saw someone say that they felt that it was cheap really okay started on May 27th and here we are we're about to go into the final chapter tonight's the night directed by Jeb Deborah Cho producers Ewan McGregor Kathleen Kennedy Michelle Ray Ray John Joby Harold yep who knows what's gonna happen tonight but may the force be with you let's see Yep, June 22nd. It's going to happen at midnight. We've all been waiting for this for a very, very long time. And it and it makes you go back. It makes you go back and watch the prequels and kind of analyze things. And uh, I'm such a huge Ewan McGregor fan. Um, this is Hugh and McGregor talking about the theories. 
of Obi-Wan Kenobi and he was with Jimmy Fallon. So I figured this would this would be cute. Let's let's get a taste of what uh the fan theories are. There's even some gay fan theories, but I don't think he talks about those. seem to have a technical issue and I guess we'll stop right there <laughs> oh don't we just love the shitty internet yeah I don't 
So there is a lot of speculation what's going to happen. Who's going to make a special appearance? Is it going to be Darth Maul? Maybe. Is it going to be um, uh, Liam Neeson? Who knows? Is it going to be Padme? Well, she's a ghost now, so if you've never seen the Epis prequels, then I don't know how to break it to you, but <laughs> yeah. Or will we see the Emperor? Oh, God, I hope not. Emperor Palpatine. Oh, jeez. The Jedi are here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> are we going to see Samuel L. Jackson? Wouldn't that be cool? Oh, jeez. But I think he's a ghost, too. So then it's like, mm. are we going to see Yoda? Remember, Yoda's in hiding. Yoda is in hiding. That would be the shit. Are we going to see the Mandalorian? No, because that happened after <laughs> Return of the Jedi. And I know the timeline. Are we going to see Boba Fett? Who knows? It's really up in the air what's going to happen tonight. Because tonight is the night. Yes. So, I mean, I think we all have our theories what's going to happen. Is... Darth Vader going to take off the helmet? Is is there going to be a moment where he says to Obi-Wan, look what you did to me? Well, more so what you did to yourself, you know. Come on. I mean, anything can happen. But let's just know that the Force, may the Force be with you. And it is also summer solstice. And so let's all just relax. Simmer down. I mean, today... I tried to watch some of the news, and let's just say it put me to sleep. It put me to sleep. Probably because it's like, well, it's not Obi-Wan. It's not. But Obi-Wan is coming. Oh, he's oops, coming all right. <laughs> and my fan just came on because it's hot here in California. Um, ah. Let's finish where we started. All right, well, maybe we'll get a smile. I'm going to take that as something. <laughs> uh, what can we say? Because I've seen every trailer. I think I have known the band that I can see about this. Yeah. Thing. Uh, it's on Disney+. Plus. Uh, they do such a great job, by the way. It's so cool. It, it really is a nice... It really is... A, uh, it sits at like 10, 8, 10 years after episode 3. And there's lots of like satisfying threads between episode 3, Revenge of the Sith, and A New Hope with Alec Guinness. And I think spent a long time finding the right story to tell and Deborah Chow is such a brilliant director and she directed all the episodes and she tells it in her way so it's really it's really got her mark on it and it's pretty I've seen them all and I I think they're really good so I think people will not be disappointed there you go I'm gonna take it from you bud we love you I want to show everyone a clap here's you and McGregor in Obi-Wan Kenobi take a look at this there's more to life than your farm Owen he needs to see there's a whole galaxy out there. I'm asking you to leave us alone, Ben. I mean it. Is he okay? You don't care if he's okay. You care if he's showing. It's my responsibility, Owen. Well, I'm his uncle. We talked about this. When the time comes, he must be trained. Like you trained his father? Whoa! Stop! That's what I'm talking about! 
stardom that came along with Star Wars hit you? Because I realized it was only three years after Train Spotting. Like you, we we knew you in that realm, and then suddenly, you know, you you know, you play Obi Wan Kenobi in Episode One. Was that a? Do you remember that as a fun time? Do you remember it as an incredibly pressurized time? Like what? When you look back on that, what was it like for you? Interesting. I mean, it's it, it's not um, it's not straightforward dealing with um, fame uh, anyway. And um, whatever sort of, and the younger you are, I think the harder it is because you're because you know less about yourself, you know. Um, so I look back on it in, with in, in two ways really. Uh, partly, it was an amazing time. Like at post train spotting, it was the nineties. some perspective on it and and uh, uh you know 
just sort of realized that I was a part of this thing that, that sort of, you know, garnered all, all this attention. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was a, a thrilling ride for me. Um, and and uh, nothing but fond memories. And I remember at some point you, I, I think we, you know, the narrative always was, you know, oh my gosh, you got hit by this, you know, enormous fame with Star Wars and all of that and then moved to a farm. <laughs> um, and that was, was that a reaction to it or was that just a, was that just where you wanted to live? I don't know. I, you know, um, depends on the day that you ask me, I guess. Um, but no, my, my sister had actually moved out to the country before I did. And I was, I was just enjoying sort of spending my time out there with her. And, um, and I've always had a, a certain affection for, for that environment, which is a matter of time. So that's Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor. I keep wanting to call him Obi-Wan. Um, talking to uh, Jess Cagle uh, of his Sirius XM show. Wanted to cite that for him. So yeah, tonight tonight's going to be fun. I mean, tonight's the night. Tonight's summer solstice. So, you know, uh, relax. If you have a chance, go to Stonehenge. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Um, so we're looking for the summer solstice. You know, there's a lot going on for summer solstice. And... Um, So the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast is brought to you by Obi-Wan Kenobi, Disney Plus, Liquid Death, and Summer Solstice, Unpleasant Dreams. time comes he must be trained like you trained his father you still want kenobi he's gone maybe you've been looking in the wrong places i want every lowlife and bounty hunter to squeeze him
<sighs> well, here it is, Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Um, we are, geez, three episodes deep, and I do mean deep, into um, Obi-Wan Kenobi on uh, Disney+. Plus. If you have not watched it, don't worry. I'm not going to do any spoilers because I don't do that shit. But yeah, it's it's getting crazy. Uh, I will say the current episode, and this won't spoil it even if you haven't watched it. But the current episode, <laughs> it reminded me of an episode of The Mandalorian Season 2. And those of you who watched The Mandalorian... You know what I'm talking about. Oh, you know what I'm talking about. Remember the tragedy? Oh, yeah. That episode. Well, I think that's what it was called. Um, but yeah, there's a there's a lot going on in Obi-Wan Kenobi. There's a lot. And um, first and foremost, it's it's good to have. I, I've said this before, but it's good. It's good to have you and McGregor back. Ewan McGregor hadn't played Obi-Wan Kenobi in decades. Almost almost 20 years. And here he is, hot off the press of playing, uh, um, you know, Halston. Remember that? Won an Emmy for it. And here he is. He's, he's back. He's back in the Star Wars universe. It's a, it's a, it's a creepy thing because, of course... If you haven't seen the trailer, I'll... This isn't really a spoiler. It's because it's obvious. He comes face-to-face with Darth Vader. Again. Hayden Christensen has come back. Oh, yes. Makeup and all. And, of course, James Earl Jones is the voice of Darth Vader. Yes. And and there's a lot of familiar characters. Princess Leia. Um... So, why why are we still talking about Obi-Wan Kenobi? Because he really is... He he is the Jedi Master. Alec Guinness played him first. And then Ewan McGregor took over the reins. And, you know, Alec Guinness was only in one Star Wars film. And if you've seen the first Star Wars film, you see why. And here we are, Ewan McGregor, I mean the... The impact. <sighs> Alec Guinness received an Academy Award nomination for Best Supporting Actor for playing Obi-Wan Kenobi. Didn't win. Um, in 2003, the American Film Institute selected Obi-Wan Kenobi as the 37th greatest movie hero of all time. He was also listed as IGN's third greatest Star Wars character as one of one of the UGO network's favorite heroes of all time. Yep. So if we look over here Yeah. Some fans have pointed out that Obi-Wan's age in the prequels contradicts his elderly appearance in the original trilogy. According to the new chronological chronologi- 
Obi-Wan is 57 by the time of A New Hope. Guinness was older than 63 when the film was made, making the discrepancy less than six years. But who's counting? Who is counting? It's intense. And yeah, it. I mean, eventually at some point, he's probably going to come in contact with the Mandalorian and Baby Yoda and Boba Fett and, and everybody. Everybody. So we'll see what happens. I would be remiss if I don't mention, within our love of Star Wars, the birthdays today would have been the great Charlie Watts's 81st birthday. We lost Charlie Watts last year. I am, I mean, when it came to the stones... He was the heartbeat of the stones. And then, if we can, someone else has a birthday today. Very iconic individual. I grew up listening to this individual. And then in 2021, I finally got to see him in his band in concert. It was a moment where my teenage self was like, whoa, you finally get to see this band that you've you've loved for so long. And the lead vocalist of this band is iconic. We all love and revere him. Here he is doing an interview. All right. It is my honor today to welcome Be Real lead vocalist of Cypress Hill, one of the greatest hip-hop groups of all time, first Latino hip-hop group to go platinum, selling over 20 million albums, the first Latino hip-hop group to have a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, and also hip-hop's biggest advocate when it comes to the legalization of marijuana. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Vlad TV. Welcome. Thank you, cousin. Thanks. Thank you for having me back. <laughs> this is our second time, but it's been it's been about maybe seven years since our last one. Yeah, it's been a minute. It's yeah, a minute. we got to hang out a little bit during that time. Yeah, I was you know smoking dabs backstage <laughs> at one of your Halloween shows. Oh man, I'm still high. I think from that from that night. Man, dabs, they're lethal. Oh you yeah, know, you got to build tolerance for some dabs. Oh yeah, so I salute you for even going that <laughs> even far. Try right. Yeah. <laughs> Me and you actually have a picture from that night backstage where we look like twins. Yeah, when yeah. it was twinning. Yeah. You know, if I was to get the full deal, yeah, you totally we look like you look like me again. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've interviewed you before, but I really want to get into the whole Cypress Hill story because yeah. we have a little more time this time. Yeah. So let's start from the beginning. So. You have a Mexican father and a Cuban mother. Right. Were they immigrants? My mother was an immigrant. My father was born in, his, in the United States, in Arizona. Mm -hmm. If, if uh, history serves me correct within my family, yeah. His, his, uh, his parents were born in Mexico, but they would go, you know, back and forth to, um, to uh, where was it, Chihuahua and, and Durango and, and all those different places. They go back and forth from there to Arizona. And uh, so, you know, my father, you know, is Mexican-American, but, you know, his... his uh... And that's Be Real, talking to Vlad TV in 2020 or 19. 
um, great interview. Check it out. Um, but yeah, I'm a, I'm a big Cypress Hill fan. And so today's his birthday. Still going strong. Uh, Cypress Hill has a new album called Back in Black. Kind of like ACDC. They're on tour with Slipknot. And so here we are. And yeah, so it's not just about Obi-Wan Kenobi. The Star Wars universe. I mean, this is, you know, we're getting into some stuff. And and also it's Pride Month. And, you know, one month, though. I think all year long is Pride. (laughs) Last night we talked about Judas Priest. And we talked about straight actors playing gay actors. And so, yeah, yeah, it's... um. It's it's funny. It's funny when that happens. I remember a couple of years ago, Scarlett Johansson was going to play a, a trans character, and it's like, uh, you're not uh, have a trans actress do it, yeah. So, and and I understand, you know, maybe she wants to play it and figures she'll put, you know, a face and maybe a big name on it, but no, no, no. So, I mean, I'm trying to think who said they'll stop doing. You know, a lot a lot of people have won Oscars for playing gay. Not a lot of gays have won Oscars. Um, well, a- Adriana DeBose, for West Side Story, in real life, she is a queer Latina. So, yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness! What I love is is that we can all celebrate our diversities, and back to the Star Wars universe that's why i love star wars that's why i love what disney plus is doing dave filani and um uh jeez <laughs> uh, oh my goodness let me go because sometimes you know you you do things and you have you have a moment where your brain is just well and, and to my critics who often say, you know, you should write things down. Well, sometimes I have a lot on my mind. And last time I checked, you don't do a podcast now, do you? Okay. All right. Yeah. It's usually people who want to give advice who really have no business giving advice. I won't mention any names. I don't want to hurt feelings. Tisk tisk. All right. <sighs> Disney Plus. I don't even think Dave, is Dave Filani behind this. No. In fact, uh, the producer and director is Deborah Cho. Executive producer Ewan McGregor, Kathleen Kennedy, uh, Michelle Raywan, uh, Joby Harold. Most of the episodes are directed by Deborah Cho based on Star Wars by George Lucas. So, yeah. um, It's going to be interesting where this goes. In May of 2018, the film was reportedly titled Obi-Wan, A Star Wars Story, with a plot involving Kenobi protecting a young... Luke Skywalker on the planet of Tatooine amid tensions between local farmers and Tusken Raiders. Production of the film was expected to take place in Northern Ireland under the working title Joshua Tree, beginning in 2019. 
Once production on the final season of the Game of uh, Thrones ended in 2018, however, Disney canceled the planned Star Wars spinoff films, including Kenobi, following the financial failure of Solo, Star Wars Story. Lucasfilm focused the change to making series for the streaming service Disney+, Plus, such as The Mandalorian. In 2018, McGregor said he had been asked about a Kenobi spinoff for years and years, and when it's happy to be involved, said there was no plans for such a film. He was interested in exploring the character in the time between his portrayal in the prequel films and that of the Alec Guinness in the original trilogy, and wanted to see the story of a man who's lost his faith and could show his version how always has a funny line to say or always seems to be calm and a good warrior becomes a broken man and has to get back together to match Guinness's betrayal. Right? Okay, so what happened? Ah! Pre-production on this series was underway at Pineway Studios in January of 2020, and screen tests were taking place with potential actors opposite McGregor. By the end of the month, rumors began circulating that the series had been cancelled due to production problems. While this was not the case, the series was put on indefinite hold, and assembled crew was sent home. Kennedy has said she was unhappy with the series' scripts, which reportedly featured a storyline similar to the story of the Mandalorian, in which the titled character protects the child, and with Kenobi protecting the young Skywalker from various threats. <sighs> Director Deborah Cho had shown these scripts to Favreau and Filoni, who expressed concern over the similarities to the Mandalorian, and encouraged Cho and the series to go bigger. Lucasfilm began looking for a new writer for the series to start over on the scripts, which Cho still expected to direct. Kenny explained that they were hoping to have a hopeful, uplifting story and said, uh, executing that would be tricky given the state of the Kenobi is after the Revenge of the Sith. She added, you just can't wave the magic wand without any writer and arrive at a story that is necessarily reflects what you want to feel. The goal was for pre-production to begin uh, again in mid-2020 over once the scripts had been written. The series was also reportedly being reworked from six episodes to four, but McGregor said he did not believe this was the case. He added that Lucasfilm had decided to spend more time working on scripts following the Star Wars Rise of Skywalker, and filming had been postponed until January of 2021. But he did not think this would impact the series' planned release schedule. All right. And so far it's it's good. It's good. And um filming wrapped in September of 2021. <sighs> Obi-Wan Kenobi premiered on Disney Plus on Thursday, May 26, 2022 with its first two episodes. They were released three hours earlier than expected. A content warning was added to the series due to the similarities between the series' opening scene, which shows violent involving, violence involving children during this Order 66 and the Rob Elementary School shooting. The series' other four episodes were being released weekly on Wednesdays from June 1st until June 22nd. The miniseries was originally set to premiere on May 25th, the 45th anniversary of the Star Wars film, original Star Wars film, released in 1977. Yeah. 
Oh, this is interesting. No leaks. By May of 2022, Disney and Lucasfilm had decided not to submit the series for consideration at the 74th Primetime Emmy Awards because the meet, to meet the Academy of Motion Picture or of Television Sciences criteria, they would have to make all of these series episodes available to Academy voters by June 15th, which require the final two episodes of this series to be released early. I'll see. That's smart. That's smart. Yeah, so far, it's good. I'm reporting to you. I've watched all three episodes. Dive in to Obi-Wan Kenobi, Unpleasant Dreams.